Paul says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Greetings, my friends. We're moving on today in Philippians chapter 2. We're going to be looking at verses 12 through 13 and wrapping up our week with these two verses. Um, Paul packs quite a punch into these two verses and um, they're transition verses leading into the next section. And I think it will be good for us to explore all that God has for us in these two verses today. So as we prepare to study, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We give you thanks, Lord God, once again for your word. We give you thanks that you have seen us through the week. And um, we rejoice in your faithfulness. We rejoice in your goodness. We rejoice in your love. And so, Lord God, speak once again. Our hearts are ready. Tune us into the sound of your voice that we might receive from you exactly what you have for us and not miss one thing that you have. Uh, Open us up to your word and to what you want to say. We are ready and we're waiting. Uh, Move, Holy Spirit. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This is what Paul writes in Philippians 2, 12 through 14, or through 13. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So Paul transitions here uh, into a new theme, um, and he once again addresses the Philippian believers as his dear friends. And so throughout, we're going to see the very close-knit relationship Paul shares with the Philippian believers. Um, They are his dear friends. He's writing to them as a group of dear Christian brothers and sisters. And he once again uh, acknowledges their obedience as a community of faith. And he celebrates uh, their obedience, not just in his presence. (laughs) Uh, When the shepherd is around, the sheep behave pretty well. But now much more in my absence. And in the Philippian believer's case, uh, they presented Paul um, uh, a reliable example of who they were, both in his presence and in his absence. They were consistent. They were who they were in Christ, and they weren't making much of um, their faith while uh, secretly living otherwise. They were very much who they were at all times. And that's a good challenge for us as well, that we would have consistent character, that we would be who we are in Christ in every situation and not just when it's convenient for us. Um, And so he uh, applauds their obedience in his presence and in his absence. And he challenges them with these words, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Now, please do not confuse what Paul is saying here as an advocation of um, uh, works righteousness. What he is suggesting is that we continue to do the spiritual work of wrestling with our 
need for God's grace and mercy. It's not a one-time deal. We don't just come to faith in Jesus and we leave it at that. We we say, okay, I dealt with the Jesus question and now I'm good. It's this process. It's caring about your ongoing growth in grace, your ongoing sanctification, your ongoing holiness, and inviting the Holy Spirit to continue to do that deeper saving work on your soul. As we profess faith in Christ, we have the theological reality and the theological promise of our salvation and redemption. But what Paul is saying is invite the deeper work. Continue to allow the Spirit to go deep in you and, and refine and change and transform you so that you become that new person in Christ. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So it is God working in us through the Holy Spirit, and it's his work in us. It's his work in our spirit, his work in our hearts, his work on our minds, his work on our character, on our will. And it is God working in us um, to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So God moves us toward a desire, uh, a desire in our own will, a desire in our own spirit um, to fulfill, uh, to walk in his purposes for us. For it is God who works in you, the believers, to will and to act in order to fulfill his great purpose, his good purpose. And so God is working out his purposes in us as we remain open to the Holy Spirit, and he moves our hearts in the direction of his purposes as well, so that his working out his purposes in us cultivate within our hearts a commitment to his purposes, and then we embrace our place, our calling as ministers of the gospel in whatever setting God puts us in our workplace, in our homes, in our unique family situations. In all of those places, we're called to be ministers of the gospel. And I pray that you would be conquered by God's will and, and uh, moved to embrace his purposes in your life. All right, my friends, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to study with us. And I pray that these words have been challenging and encouraging today. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. God bless.